Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Monticello. Oh, yes, it would. My uncle used to live in Monticello. Really? Yeah. I've only been once. Lawrence County? Yeah. I believe this around that's where uh that's where Lawrence County Matt, High School is, yeah. Matt Wells is from. Shout out to Vandale Thomas. If you can remember that name, you know you're an OG. I do not remember Vandale Thomas. That was a good one. All right. Well, wherever you live in our great state, you can get Strange Brew Coffee delivered to your home and drink it every morning. You just gotta go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, place your order there, ship it to you. Whatever kind of coffee machines on the front counter, they got you covered at Strange Brew Coffee House. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Guys, baseball season, we are really starting to count down the days here. So it's time to get some new M over S gear. They've got plenty of it, not just uh, for you, but talking about for your, for your lounge setup, for tailgating, whatever it is you want to do. The M over S is the classic, it's the most revered logo in college baseball. And they've got it at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area. They're originally by Fleet Feet there and Floyd by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, get you a restaurant that can do both. They've got the great country cooking during the day when they put out the best blue plate in Starkville. And then at night, they turn it around, fine white tablecloth dining, best in the city, best best in the Golden Triangle, maybe the best in Mississippi. I don't know. I don't know. I'd put them up there against just about anybody. Great steaks, chops, pasta, whatever it is you're looking for. They've got something on the menu that you're sure to like every time you dine at Restaurant Tyler. It's been a uh, long absence for the rumblings, Robbie, but we are back and uh, ready to answer some questions. Are you excited? I'm really excited. I've been waiting for this. And here we are at long last. Well, let's do it then. I'm I'm excited to get get back to some. We, we've had back to back, I think, fun podcasts. The one yesterday has gotten some really good. It has. We and appreciate the, the feedback, guys. We we uh, that was completely yeah. spontaneous. We had no plans of doing that. We just popped in, and that made for a really good podcast. And what's funny about that is, I was just I, thinking about. it. I was like, I don't I don't know if we've got enough to get like a full thirty minutes here. It's gonna really have to stretch and come up with some stuff. And then we just started talking, and the magic happens. That's the best kind of a podcast. So let's go ahead and let you know. All right. Today's pod, let's jump in. Colton Watson says he's been at wanting to ask these questions for a month. Let's get into them. I'm devastated to hear about the closing of Humble Taco, of all the Mexican restaurants that it could have been. It's a good point. All these Mexican restaurants that are the same, and the one unique one is gone now. 
Uh, some people trashed it, but I thought the price, menu, drinks, and atmosphere were all top five in Star. But what lost Starkville eatery do you mourn the most? So if I'm being totally honest, it might be the place that's, that Humble Taco replaced. It might be City Bagel. Yeah, that's up there. This because I, I I liked going there for breakfast. <clears throat> I enjoyed City Bagel. Um, you know, a, a lot of the ones that everybody mentions are before my time. There's there's not a ton that I, you know, I always enjoy Quincy's, but that was just like another Ryan's or something. It yeah. was just kind of like yeah, it was just kind of nostalgic, more like a nostalgia. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I know you're gonna say like Cheers or a place like that, which I would call that an bar, eatery but, though. Yeah, but it's a it's it's a bar. It's yeah. kind of like yeah. Know. Um, I'm trying to think. Petties, Petties is up there. One, um, Grumpy's. Yes, Grumpy's would be one that I miss. Um, I like we were it. talking about Grumpy's on the board. On the board, I saw that. Talk about those barbecue nachos, man. They were the best in town. They uh, had such a great menu. Like the menu yeah. was so large. Yeah, they just, they just it just was not in a good location. But the yeah. place was cool. Like it was yeah. a really cool place, and yeah. was people just fan. didn't come on one A too much. I'm just trying to think. Is there anyone that's like stand that like really stands out to me? As I wish that had stuck around. Um, from a chain perspective, I always I ate at Lenny's a lot. I wish Lenny's was still here. Other than that, though, I guess the not. subs. Yeah, I, li- I liked Lenny's. Uh, also from Colton, becoming an adult means essentially trading your lack of worries or responsibilities for adult beverages and other adult activities. Is this trade worth it, or is growing up a scam? Growing up is a total scam. When your parents tell you that you have it good as a kid and you're living in their house, they're telling you the truth. Those are the best days of your life. And, you know, unfortunately, you don't get to know about it until you're an old person like me. I mean, Robbie, what were you doing before this? What, what did you just tell me? Uh, paying bills. Paying bills. You went to three different places to pay taxes. I mean, yes, that's that's not fun. And I had to pay one. I had to pay one bill to get to pay off another bill. Yeah, yeah. it's just a scam. It is a scam. It's t- growing up totally sucks. Uh, I mean, think about like one o'clock at one thirty on a. Tuesday afternoon, if I had nothing to do, if I had no job, I could just be sitting, you know, somewhere watching TV, playing video games, drinking beer. How great would that be? But no chance. Uh, the bearded man with the fish asks, can Robbie ask Zach Arnett directly at the next media opportunity if the Bobo story was a counterintelligence mission, please? Now we're talking. Robbie, you need to just straight up ask, Coach, did you put out some fake rumors to try to smoke out some 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 sources? Yeah, I'm sure that would go over really well. I think that it needs to be you that does it, especially. So. I'll take the heat. Yeah, why not? I'll take the heat for everyone. He also he might, to, if I can he get might give me like video. a literal. He might literally give me a rock bottom on the stage. He said, "I want. He wants a video if that happens. So I'll see if I can make it happen. Yes. I just want to, I just want to see Arnett's lips start twitching, just like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say? What? What'd you I'm say? Sorry. What did you say? Did our is our defense what are, what is our defense good at? They're not good at anything. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. That was uh, the greatest when he 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 basically choked another, slam David Murray in front of everyone. We could have talked about that yesterday. We should have thrown that into the into the podcast. So yeah, we we'll save it for another have. day. Save it for another day. Brian McDuff says he'll let the others handle the offensive coordinator questions. With the twelve team playoffs, how do you see the TV schedule for quarters and semis? I assume the NFL will not be happy with the TV competition on Saturdays opposite their playoff games. Well, I mean the the the, the playoffs will be earlier. It won't be in during the NFL playoffs. It'll be during the month of December. They'll play 
like after championship game weekend, they'll probably have everybody gets a bye, then they'll do the the first round and then the semis, and then they'll have the national championship. It'll be, be about the same. So I don't think it'll be a huge deal. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I'm not asking that next question. Steve Mormon wants to know, can I give the history of how the Cruton song came to be? Sure. Uh, we Bob and I, back in the day, you know, we, we would try anything that we thought was funny. And I thought, you know, people always talk about Cruton. Like they say Cruton like it's, it's like ironically funny. So I was like, let's really embrace that. And I, I started just like thinking, like, what if we had a song where the only word was Cruton? And I was like, okay. So I started thinking about like songs that I like, like that would make sense. And I came across the one that it, that it became. And I just put it together. And I remember the first time Bob heard it, and I thought he literally was going to pee on himself. <laughs> I was like, I got something I want you to hear. And I was like, we're going to play this every time there's a commitment. He's like, okay. And I played it, and he was just like, oh my God, that is maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard. So it had stay in power. And here we are. Here we are. All right, Brogan Fairchild. If Arnett, Jans, Purcell, and Lamonis were wrestlers, who would be faces and who would be the heels? Um, Arnett, Jans, Lamonis, and who else? Purcell. Purcell's an easy face. Or, or, or do Purcell's we go, a Purcell could be. Do we go the other way and make him like Brother Love? Yeah, he could be. He could, he be, could be like you know, one of those guys that just like everybody's just like, oh, not this guy again, you like, know? Or, or like Bo Dallas was when he was the. Yeah, Bo like he's D. just he's too positive. Exactly. Exactly. You know, back in the day, he would have been like a good baby face, but this day, yeah. like after the attitude yeah. era and on, no, it doesn't work. I feel he's like probably. I, I feel like um, Jans is probably like he's got some. He's kind of got some heel about him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I yeah. can see him being a heel. Like a, he, he's got like I'm trying to, to, to like some Arn Anderson about him. Yeah, like he's the no he's, nonsense, he's, right? Yeah. Like he's the he's the worker of the bunch. Yes, yeah. Arnett, the, he is the enforcer. Arnett is the cool heel. Yes, or or, or he's, he's the or he's the the face that's really a heel because he, he well he's stone cold. He's stone, he's stone cold. cold. Roman Reigns, like he's yes, borderline. Like he doesn't yeah. care what anybody thinks about exactly. what he's a yes. That he's he's definitely like the uh, anti-hero or whatever. Yeah. The Lamonis you know, is a baby face. He's just yeah, white meat baby face. That's all he is. So, yeah, right. he he's a you know he's the hard worker. Doesn't really you know. Doesn't doesn't really do all the, a lot of talking. He just gets down to business. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, also from uh, Brogan, looking at the remaining games for basketball, which games do you consider must win besides the two South Carolina games and the away Ole Miss game? Getting seven more wins is definitely not a gimme. It's not. They need to beat Georgia tomorrow or tonight, as you're listening. Um, they need to beat Texas A and M. So that would be if you give them the other. Those, those three games he talked about, that would be five more wins, right? And then they just got to find two more. And it doesn't really matter what they are. You know, can you beat Florida? You get them here. Florida's not great. Can you beat LSU? LSU's pretty good, but they're not world beaters. You know, Derek Fountain, though. Yes. Uh, <laughs> can you beat uh, 
can you win? You know, you got a home game coming up. Arm's not a home game coming up. You've got a game with the Kentucky, Auburn. Can you just win one of those games? Arkansas, can you win one? And, you know, and then that TCU game will be big too. So we'll see. But they can't, they need to win these games again. And Vanderbilt, I miss, I miss Vanderbilt. You need to beat Vanderbilt. So, oh, that's, that's six. That's six. I'm willing to say they have to win. They have to beat Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, South Carolina twice, Ole Miss, and this Georgia game. They need those six games. If they get those six, yeah. they'll get another one. They'll get one. Yeah, yeah you got a shot. Yeah. Uh, Kivas Wright wants to ask, since we have future Brian on the team, do we have room for future Robbie? The whole point of future Brian is so that future Robbie doesn't have to show up. It's, it's to allow Robbie to not have to come back at 10 o'clock at night after a game. Can I be past Robbie? We, past Robbie would be interesting for you to like come in and report and be like, they should have hired so and so and just walk away. You know, <laughs> I talk, I just talk in hindsight about everything. Yeah. yeah, I like that. All right. Tough one here from Hale State for life. For life. For the moment, who are the top five athletes in Mississippi State history? Now, are we talking, are we talking about athletes in terms of athleticism? Or in terms of they just had the best careers at Mississippi State? I think, you know, just the most accomplished, Okay, probably. I mean, Don Magruder Scott's got to be on that list. He's on the list. I Olympian, mean, played I mean, multiple in reality, sports in Mississippi we can State. Stay, we can almost stay away from football. We really can. You can. You can. Like Brandon McBride and Erica Bogard have both been Olympians, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they should be on the list. Allie McDonald. I mean, he's an LPGA tournament winner. Yeah, up um, there. Uh, um, Al is a Hall of Famer in the NBA, so that he's got to be on there. Um, yeah, just by comp, like if we if we were going like the most accomplished, that's probably the top four right there. What yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, it really is. Um, those are national champions, Olympians, Hall of Famers. Gary Frank was the world's strongest man at one point. Held uh, the the world bench press record. That could be on there. So I'm trying to think. Is there, a, is there actually a football player I would throw on there? But I mean, there's not a Hall of Famer or anything for college or pro. So I mean, I guess Shorty McWilliams is like the only one. Is any in the College Football Hall of Fame? I think, but that's it. Mm, yeah. I know he was like in the Heisman running. Yeah. All right, uh, Kyle Wilson. Why do some people look down on gas station food or hole in the wall places? The best food you've ever eaten can come from these places because they're snobs. Anybody that looks looks down on gas station food doesn't um, doesn't fall on my list of people that matter. Right, their right. opinion doesn't matter. I don't need to, because if you go to a gas station in the South that serves a plate lunch or something like that, and you leave there saying, "Yeah, that that you know this isn't very good," then I just I'm not going to value your opinion. Right now, if it's not very good. That's one thing. Like, there are gas stations that serve bad food. But if you just, before you try it, you're like, I'm not eating at a gas station, I got no time. There's, there, the most, most of the, um, the gas stations that I've been to that have plate lunches and things like that mm-hmm. are, are delicious. Good. Pretty good. Yeah. You, you, you have to know which ones are good and which ones right. aren't, though. If, it, if it's just, you know, Same. they're just warming up some chicken tenders. Yeah. Or something. Nah, that's not it. Yeah. Serving catfish, serving hamburger steak, stuff like that. Same, that's same that's with the hole in the wall places. You, you can tell within two minutes of being in a place if it's good or not. You can look at the menu, you can look at what people are eating, and, and you can tell. Then there's some bad places out there, but there are plenty of good ones too. Andy Losick asks us, Andy Losick, I'm sorry. 
first non-Starkville Arena stadium or stadium. What's the first place you went to outside of Scott Field, Davis Wade Stadium? You remember? Uh, trying to remember. I don't know. What's yours? Maybe I can think of mine. It's easy for me. I went to Veterans Memorial Stadium many times before I came to Starkville. Yeah, I mean, that might be there. I went to state championship there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mississippi Coliseum. All right. Place like that. It's probably going to be in Jackson. Yeah. Last. No, I was at, I I went to, uh, when I was a kid, I went to uh, the University of Texas. Okay. Or a band, but it was like a band competition, so I don't know That's if that still, counts. It, count, it counts. Okay. All right. Uh, last non-Starkville arena or stadium. Well, I was at Vaught-Hemingway for the Egg Bowl. You were at the Reliqua. Mine was in Tampa, yep. Yeah, so Raymond James Stadium. Favorite non-Starkville slash arena stadium. Tiger Stadium for me. Tiger Stadium's up there. This year was my first time to go, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Last one, Bucket List Stadium or Arena. Notre, uh, Dame. Notre Dame Stadium. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. For I would arena, love to go. I would like to go to Madison love, Square Garden. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd love to go to like uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium for a game. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, those are good choices. Um, Colton Peterman asks, for, mother, for Christmas, I got my mother-in-law a shirt that says, my son-in-law is my favorite child. Fantastic. She all but had to wear it since I gave her her first grandson this year. Can I improve upon this for next Christmas without having to have another kid? I had an idea after I read this question. I want to get your thoughts. We're going to go another custom t-shirt, but it's going to be a picture of you, your mother-in-law, and the kid. Yep. You'll have to wear it. She'll have to wear it just because the kid's on there. Exactly. Now she might cut, she might like cut a hole out of your head or something and just well, no, we, have we, her and the kid, but well, it's a t-shirt though. It's not a picture. We're gonna put the picture. Well, that's what I'm on. saying. I mean, she might can just cut a hole in it. There's just there could just be a hole right there in her shirt. Gotta be careful with that. I know. I like it though. Uh this is pretty this one was pretty funny. Ian Ladner tweeting from the future. It's currently Tuesday morning in Thailand. Tomorrow I time travel by having a flight take off after it lands. <laughs> that's always weird. Yeah. What's the longest flight you've had? If you had it, how was your jet lag? I have never flown outside the continental United States. So, I mean, I've flown to Vegas a couple times, but I just, with Vegas is so, because you don't, you go to bed late and you get up early. And so you don't really, the jet lag never really happens. I went to the, the longest flight I've been on was like four and a half hours. I think when we went to Oregon, um, when we went to Vegas, we went, we stopped, I think, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And so that wasn't as bad a flight because we stopped like midway. I think the one in, I think we stopped in like Houston or something before we went to Oregon and flew directly to uh, Oregon from there. That was a long flight. Mm-hmm. But jet lag was, jet lag was worse for me with uh, Vegas than it was Oregon. Okay. But I also, uh, Woke up at two thirty uh, on West Coast time to take a, to take a plane out of Vegas. That was awful. I, I felt like crap the entire day. That was terrible. Where are we here? Jackson Young, Stetson Bennett, or Will Levis with your first pick? Call me crazy. I would take Stetson Bennett. Ugh, 
How about neither? Well, I mean, if I had to pick one, I would take Bennett. I, I've seen him make <laughs> throws to win games. Yeah, he's shown enough. And, and, I mean, the one thing that you have to remember about, you know, Stetson Bennett or Bryce Young is these guys have won at a really high level. They know how to win games. Mm-hmm. That That's something that you have to consider, I think. Yeah. When taking a guy, I mean, you have a you have a winner, and I'm not saying that Will Levis is not a competitor because he he seems to be, but how many games has he led his team down the field to to win? Exactly. exactly. How many championships I, I totally he won? Agree. Totally agree. I mean, I I really feel like look, I I see what everybody else sees: guy with strong arm, big physical guy, and I know that everybody wants him to be the the next Josh Allen and all that stuff, but. I just feel like there's there's a lot of you know projecting here with him and expecting him to be something that we don't know if he can be. Yeah. When we've seen guys that can also throw the football pretty well, and Stetson Bennett can throw it pretty well, he can run pretty well. I don't know what kind of pro he'll be. I think Levis definitely has more intangibles physically than he does. But bright if you're if you're comparing Bryce Young and Will Levis, I'm taking Bryce Young all day. Because he's he's driven the team down the field. He's he's taken his lumps, and that guy was running for his life this year. It's not like you know Alabama was just steamrolling everybody. He had to do a lot for that team this year. If they don't have Bryce Young, I don't know if they win nine games. Like that. That's how good I thought Bryce Young was this year. So I'm I'm just putting more in this notion that you have to be a certain uh, stature or whatever. And the NFL to have success has been blown out the window now when you got guys like Justin Fields and Kyler Murray and uh, Lamar Jackson and guys that are having a lot of success in the league. So I, I'm no longer afraid of a quarterback that can, that's not maybe not as big, but that can run around a little bit and uh, make plays for you with his legs. I'm not, I'm not afraid of having a guy that's not your prototypical 6'5, you know, yeah. 230. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, because win- winners just win, Robbie. They just win. They they understand how to win. They find ways to win. Losers mm-hmm. lose. It's just it's just that simple. All right, Ford Polk has some questions for us. Would you rather play football in a blizzard or a heavy rainstorm? A uh, blizzard, I think. Ooh, okay. I'm a rainstorm. I would much rather play in the mud than the snow because you could still be. You don't have to be cold in the rain. You know, you could just. It could be a a, a midsummer. You know, a, a Late September, it's just pouring down rain, but it's still like seventy degrees. Rain's a lot slippy, slippier. I was a lineman, buddy. I like slippy. All right, I want to be able to push guys where I want them to go. Well, that you, you might be, be being pushed around too, though. Nobody pushing me around, brother. All district tackle right here. All district. I was. <laughs> there were four left tackles in the district. I was the best one. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Let's see here. Uh, my company does a lot of work in Vicksburg. I'm probably there once a week at least. Some good places to eat. Uh, I would definitely Beachwood, go to obviously. Beachwood. I would go there. I would go to uh, Rusty's. Um, I haven't ever been to 10 South. People tell me it's really good. Um, ooh, trying to think of anybody. Oh, I go to Walnut Hills for sure and get, get the round table for lunch. Oh, yeah. I love that. So, and then that's I love that few. place. That's a few. If you were in a room with the coach who said, we built this program on God's name, image, and likeness, would you be rolling on the floor laughing or just eat it up 
like the rest of the Clemson media. I would like to think that I would be like, seriously, dude. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's it's interesting sometimes whenever, like, you you have somebody like that in your program that says stuff like that. It's kind of like the old Miss media used to lap up the Hugh Freeze stuff. And yeah. then when he left, when he left, it's like they all of a sudden had a veil taking off, taken off their, their eyes. Like, now they could see. And they're like they are now saying that Hugh Freeze is the same kind of guy that everybody else saw, and now Auburn is doing what Ole Miss did. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of weird. Like you kind of get close to that, and you just lap it up, I guess. But that was that was really weird. And you know, I'm like again, like I, I'm a man of faith, I'm a Christian, all that stuff. But like that was just kind of like very cringy to me. Dabo's a very cringy guy. He's kind of. Uh, Joel Olstein, like, yes, that that's a good example. That's a very good example uh, of of you know, and it's just you know, college football. The nature of it is dishonest. Yes, you know. So when you do stuff like that, when you say stuff like that, you're just you you are you can't help but be a hypocrite. And, and, like you're. Are you are you going to sit there and tell me that Clemson has never paid for a kid right. like under the table? Right. You know, I, I know that they do this thing where like you don't you don't de you don't visit other schools unless you decommit or or what is the thing like they don't take visits they won't from let guys. you visit from they don't let commit players committed to other schools visit them. Okay. And if yeah, you are so, committed to them, if you take another visit, they will they will drop you. Yeah, like they haven't had a lot of decommitments during that time or something. But you know, I, I know that that like that's kind of their deal or whatever. But like, you, you're never going to convince anybody that you signed top ten recruiting classes just because they loved Clemson or they loved Dabo Sweeney. No, that's they're doing some of the same stuff that everybody else is doing. So when you start bringing like God into it and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I mean, it's just it's kind it of never it never ends well. No. All right, last uh, – let's just move on here. Um, <laughs> Steve Mormon asks us, who lost more money on college football this season, Mattress Mac or Ole Miss with Lane's extension? Oh. They lost a lot of money. They're going to lose a lot of money. Uh, let's see here. They got to uh, keep up that image. They do, they do. Uh, Jay in Baltimore says, growing up, my mom would occasionally serve breakfast for dinner. Do you guys do this growing up, and do you do it with your kids now? Absolutely. I haven't done that in a while. I need to. Need we to. Used, Breakfast for we, dinner is a treat. We used to do that all the time. Oh, man. Like, I, I would love to fix, like, some biscuits, eggs, bacon, grits. Nothing makes me happier when I walk in on, a, on a, like, a random Thursday, a random Tuesday, open the door, and there's the griddle on, on the stove, and the bacon's on there, and I see a pile of pancakes, and you're like, yes, this is going to be great. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's move uh, move on into the rest of the show here. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. Steaks, burgers, great choices on the weekend. It's going to be cold this weekend, so if you want to fire up the grill to heat yourself up, by all means, or if you just want to stay inside, make a big pot of chili, big pot of taco soup, whatever you want to go with, red meat, Beef, that's the way to make your family happy each and every time you cook for them. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern 
soul food. It's just so good. I mean, it just, I guess every time I talk about it, I'm just, first off, I get hungry, which is not a good thing for me because, well, y'all know. And the other thing is I like immediately start planning my next trip. I mean, as, as soon as we, as soon as I walk out the door on Friday, I'm like, when am I coming back here? I mean, that's just the first thing I'm thinking about. That's how great the food is at Two Brothers Smoked Meats over in the heart of the Cotton District, the home of smoked Southern Soul food. Great products and great service. Every business promises it to you. Advantage Business Systems can deliver it to you, and they have been for 47 years. I guess I can say 48 now. We're in 2023. So congrats to them. 48 years of taking care of Mississippi businesses just like yours. When you need technology, you call Advantage Business Systems. And if you need service, guess what? You're talking to the same person who made you the sale. That's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. Call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I mentioned it earlier. We are just uh, just a little over a month away from uh, baseball season. Going to be cold those first few games. It always is. Go and get you a brand new quarter zip from the Collegiate Collection from the Rogue. They got a whole new shipment of, of quarter zips in. Uh, of fleeces in. They all have the M over S logo. They look fantastic. They'll feel fantastic. You know you want one. Order one today. Style Selected styles up to 30% off uh, right now at The Rogue as well. So shop at The Rogue in Jackson. Shop on therogue.com. Whatever kind of polo or quarter zip you're looking for from Mississippi State, they've got it at The Rogue. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. Steven wants to know, what are your go-tos for bourbon? How much good bourbon got wasted over Kendall Bryles last week? I'm not a bourbon drinker, but uh, I don't know, Robbie. What do you think? Aren't you a bourbon guy? I dabble sometimes. I collect. Um, yeah, so there were some people on our board that were already, like, they were pulling out, yeah. like, Pappy Van Winkle, waiting for uh, – uh, Kendall Bryles the other day, and yeah, uh, those that it might have gotten drank. I don't know, they, they might have just went ahead with it anyway. Because I mean, it could go either way, you could be drowning your sorrows, or you could be um, trying to uh, and en- en- enjoy a little bit of that. But yeah, I don't know, there's some really good ones out there. Um, I always say, like, the ones that you probably need to start with if you're kind of starting out. Like the ones that are, you know, around the twenty to forty dollar range. There's some good ones out there with like Elijah Craig Small Batch and um Wild Turkey one oh one, stuff like that. I think that's like those are kind of the ones that I think are are pretty safe. Don't go out there and just blow money on on stuff when you got some good tasting drinks for a lot cheaper. All right. Uh Hunter Bowlware asked. With last night's national championship in mind, are you for a ten to twelve team playoff or a four to sixteen playoff? I'm very much in favor of a tw- ten to tw- of a twelve team playoff. Yes, me too. I mean, it just I like the I like the opportunities. I like that we're going to get more exciting college football games. I, don't I think mind, people were yeah. I think people were jumping the gun on like you know well the same people are still going to win. I mean, Georgia was a missed field goal away from sitting at home yeah. last night. Well, no. and, and again, that, that was that was Ohio State in there, but TCU played for a national title. I know they got destroyed, but Here, they played for a national title. Here's the other thing to consider: we all love the first couple, the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. We get all these crazy upsets and everything, right? 
But when they get to the Final Four, it's always Kansas, North Carolina, Villanova, Duke, Kentucky, whoever. They're winning it. Usually. When, when, is, when has one of these Cinderella's won the national title? Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, baseball too. You know, the the super the regionals, the super regionals are the most exciting games of the entire tournament. Right. When you get to Omaha, it was a little it's, exception um, a couple years ago, and even last year too. There were some really good games, but yeah, every every regional was like popping this year. Every super was popping. I guess you That's, could say. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, like the the first couple of games in the playoff are gonna be the ones that are really exciting. Yeah. But again, I mean, I go back to the fact that Georgia should have lost last week. Yeah, and they won sixty-five to seven or whatever it was. Yeah. So, uh, and then TCU making the making the playoff—that's that's good for college football that they made it. I know last night sucked, but it was good for college football that you had a team. And there's going to be teams like that that get in because they're in the top twelve. Yeah. Tulane possibly getting in the playoff—that would be fun. Yeah. Teams like that, Cincinnati, th- those teams getting into the playoffs every year will be really exciting. And I think there are going to be some upsets in there. I think people are jumping the gun on this. You know, everything's going to fall out to, to be Bama and Ohio State and teams like that in the end. I think there will be some upsets in there. I don't think anybody predicted that TCU was going to do what they did against Michigan and score right. 50-something points and win that ball game. So. I just think it gives us a more exciting product in the playoff than what we currently have. If you look at the NCAA basketball tournament, I mean, I guess you could say two years ago with Baylor, right? But Baylor was 28 and two. They were one of the best teams in the country. You know, they're just not a really a name program, but they're still 28 and two. I mean, Virginia won in 2019. They were number one in the nation most of the year. Then you have Villanova, North Carolina, Villanova, Duke, UConn, Louisville, Kentucky, UConn, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. You have the back-to-back years with Florida. So Florida jumped up for a couple years, right? But what have they done since? Then we're back to North Carolina, Connecticut, Syracuse, Maryland. Maryland was a great team back then. Duke, Michigan State, always good. UConn, Kentucky, Arizona, Kentucky, UCLA. I mean, it's the same programs. But we all yeah. love March Madness because of that first weekend. So that's what we want. We want to see those those five twelve upsets and things like that. So Yeah, should... I mean, at the, at the end of the day, like the more often than not, the – talent is going to rise to the top the teams right. that have the most talent but it's not really about that it's about the the playoff as a whole and yeah. getting more options in there and more exciting ball games agree like you said when it gets to the national championship it's probably going to get down more more often than not to the bamas the georgias the ohio states but i would like to see more competitive ball games across the board the last team with double digit losses to win a national title was kansas it's still it's still kansas in the no. 80s, you had three of them, Kansas, Villanova. And Villanova was a legit Cinderella story, and so was North Carolina State in 83. Other than that, it's just, it's just the powerhouses. So, Next question comes from Daniel Montgomery. Now that the football season is officially over, will you revisit the preseason local media predictions? Yeah, we'll do a pod on that uh, this week, actually. We'll do that maybe for Friday. Yeah, I'd like to see where everything's stacked up. I would like to see. I know, I, know I missed a couple. I would like to see how everybody stacked up next to me who predicted every game correctly. You predicted every game correctly? Every game. I had stayed eight and four, losing the exact four games that they lost. I, I think I might have that I that I missed, yeah. I know I missed uh I missed Will Rogers throwing for five thousand yards. 
Yeah, I know I missed uh, Ole Miss. I picked State to lose to Ole Miss. Yeah, you had State. You had it, everything right except for the Egg Bowl. I remember your prediction. Well, darn. And I and I like I like waffled on that too. Like I almost yeah. changed it like the day of. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Wade Jones asked, "With the way Ole Miss basketball is heading, could Josh Hubbard back out of his NLI?" I mean, I, I fully expect that to be totally honest. I don't know if he'll end up at State or not, but. Uh, he, his relationship with Kermit was supposed to be like the the defining reason he went to Ole Miss, and Kermit is on borrowed time at this point, right? Yeah, I think that's very much a possibility yeah. if it continues down this current road, which I think, unless unless they have just an unbelievable turnaround, that's where we're headed. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Rob Hadaway, on a scale of one to ten, how shocking do you find this statement? Harrison Ford is only six and a half years older than Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, I mean, I, f- I figured that Samuel's getting up there. I think what's more... He's, uh, he's definitely aged better. Yeah. I think what's more uh, unsettling to me is how old, actually, uh, Harrison Ford is. Do you know how old he is? 76. He's 80. Oh, wow. 80 years old. And I mean, he's, and he's, uh, he's, he's in 1923 going. right now. I'm, yeah. I'm watching 1923. Yeah. And uh, he's doing a great job on that. I mean, he's still rolling. Yeah. I think he's made a, another Indiana Jones, right? Well, yeah, I've Indiana heard he's supposed to be in one of the new Marvel movies that's coming out like next year or two years from now, something like that. So still rocking. That's that's the way to go, man. Yeah. You gotta keep you can go, you can go. You gotta keep moving. All right. Rank these horrible people from home alone. This is also from Rob. Harry, Marv, Buzz, and Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank's number one. Yes. Not even I, I'm shocked that, which I think it's starting to pick up. I think it's starting to trend. Like everybody's starting to turn on Uncle Frank a little more, mm-hmm. as they should. But for the longest time, the people would just completely ignore the fact that this guy was a tremendous piece of trash. And buzzes too. I think the Wet Bandits are are below. I mean, neither one that both of those guys could have easily just shot Kevin McAllister. Shot Yeah. Instead, they just tried to you know reason with him and things like that. They. They treated him with respect early on. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got upset, but Uncle Frank calling his nephew a twerp and a little jerk and things like that, I mean... Not acceptable. If, if my brother-in-law said that, we would, we would probably come... If he said that to my daughter, like we would probably have some words. Which is also why we should point out Kevin's parents need to be ranked as well, especially his mother. Yes. You, you left your child behind... Twice, not once, twice. Twice. The You're first time, man. the first time, okay, they were a little disjointed because they woke up late yeah. and they were just hurrying and they thought the kid from across the street had been counted as Kevin. Okay, right. still probably should have gone to the van and made sure that he was in there. Yeah, but the second time, there's no excuse. Right, it should have been checked and triple well, checked. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like I could be wrong. All the other kids were his cousins, right? Well, he didn't have no, a brother had, and sister, did he? Well, Buzz is his brother. I thought Buzz was also a cousin. No, Buzz is his brother. Oh. And I want to say he has a sister, too. Buzz is definitely his brother. He is the okay, so he is the older brother. So and does he not have a sister as well? Who are Kevin's siblings? Oh, okay. So most of those kids are his. Okay, never mind then. I was wrong. So how many, how many siblings does they, he have? He had four. He had four siblings: two sisters and two brothers. 
Okay. Okay, so I, I get knew, it. I knew I get it a little the, bit more. Like I, I honestly thought that Kevin might have been the only child of that family, and like, how do you let that happen? But the other redhead guy was his brother too. The guy okay. that was, I think, yeah. is, I think the dude was on Pete and Pete. Okay. Uh, Rob Hadaway says, searching for something else on Facebook, this 12-year-old status from Brian Haydad appeared. Any comments? Here's the status. After four <laughs> days of nonstop phone checking, I def- deactivated my Twitter account. No offense to Kyle Veazey or my friends at Bulldog Just- Junction, but it was sensory overload. In these four days, I learned I actually don't like sports as much as I thought I did, and that's saying something. So I made the mistake when I first jumped on Twitter, Robbie, of setting it to where every time I got a tw- somebody I followed tweeted, that I got a text. Yeah. That I was did that. Issue. I did that a few times too. Yeah. So once I figured out you didn't have to do that, Twitter was okay. Yeah. But, and I also, what, like, when is the, uh, yes, yeah, from July 24th, it was SEC media days. So, so they were VZ tweeting every our, quote. Yeah. VZ and I was, I mean, I'm getting everything. And I like, I, and I'm, I mean, I'm at work and like my phone will not stop dinging. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So, there we go. And and now someone is getting those messages from you. Probably. Uh, Andy Atkinson, the enforcer. If you could quantum leap into one MSU fan's raw experience, would you choose Hardy's guitar shot on Solo Sokoa or Kyle Niblett getting in Triple H's face during the Yes Movement? This is a really easy one. Hardy. No, I'm going Kyle Niblett. I want to be, be going face-to-face with the game. Imagine getting to... Uh, Use a prop guitar and slam it over somebody's back. Yeah, but in the literal, he, he no sold you. Yeah, but you actually got to hit someone with a guitar. Uh, like that he, said, just go hit the taking him out. I would have said yes, but no, I'm going. I mean, and the best I part mean, about would, that is, I mean, the the thing that throws it off here is this Triple H versus Solo. Yeah, Sokoa. like I would it's obviously rather be involved with Triple H. And the Triple H actually had heat with Kyle. He called him a he called him a fat boy. Come on, man, I want to be a part of that. Did they get that close? I can't remember. They were not they that like close. They were close enough. So I see you, fat boy. Yeah, I, I'm definitely. You, you going know, Kyle gave me that shirt, right? Yeah, I know you wore it the other day. Yeah, yeah, like he could. It, it, it was too small for him. It's that's the great story. Like he told us, he they he shows up and they're, they're gonna. He knows he's gonna be part of this. Like here's the shirt. It's like a it's like a medium or a large. <laughs> it's a he's large. Like, he's like, do y'all not have like a two X? And he they said, if you want to be out there, you're gonna fit in that shirt. <laughs> he put it so over the things himself. like hanging the things like hanging like above like his guts hanging out yeah he, he he got it on that's all that matters so uh also from andy atkinson do you foresee a merger between the bulldog club and the bulldog initiative one organization to donate in order to secure your season tickets and provide the help needed for recruitment would be good for those who can't give much but want to help no i think there'll be something do you to, yeah I don't know if it'll be Not a merger, one. but maybe like they just figure yeah. something out. Well, I think like you know, if you donate to the initiative, like you'll get Bulldog Club points or something. Now that like, I, I could, think, I don't know how they make it work though, because that's the whole point, right? Is to like keep it away from the university. Yeah, but the, but now with the, the initiatives can kind of work hand in hand with the universities. Okay, so and the universities can, can promote it and things. Mm-hmm. So I think at some point there's going to be. I think there will be something like that where you get incentives or something i don't know because you can't ask you can't ask people to like just pick one you know like it's it's very it's a very they're kind of in a tough position here 
Yeah. Uh, walking bully. Men or women more likely to make the NC two A tournament? The NC two A tournament. Um, this week I'm, I'm leaning toward. Lot, I'm, you know, I, I think it's going to be easier for the women to win games in this league, mm-hmm. just because. I mean, you look at the the men's schedule. It's tough. And yeah, it's really difficult. The women are more talented. But you said yeah. this week, like, didn't you say, like, these next few games for the women are a chance to stack some wins or playing some some lesser teams? Yeah. If they um, don't beat them. So they're, play, they're playing, like, um, Texas A&M is not good this year. I think Auburn's on the way. Kentucky, who's not good this year. So, like, the women's schedule is much more manageable. They don't have to play uh, – let's see. They play Tennessee again, so that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss on the road is going to be tough. Florida's decent. Arkansas is going to be tough at home and then LSU. But I think the women is going to be – I think it'll be an easier road for them. I agree. Than the men. because they're more talented. Both of them – yeah, well, both of them have a shot. Yeah. But the men, I mean, you, you got to play Alabama again. You got to play Tennessee again. Yeah. All if the men the go one and one this week, I'm going to feel really good about their tournament chance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, here we are. Tony Loper, best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. What was your most memorable event from this past football season? Um, Probably the chair getting thrown on the field at the X. Yeah. That might be. That's the the thing I will remember the most. One of them had a guy that they were. They were going to recruit a few weeks later. On their knees praying that they could get out of the portal. Yeah. Um, You know, the egg bowl itself, probably. uh, the, the, The batted down pass by Randy Charlton, maybe. Yeah, that's a good one. If you could Brian, change, why why do uh why do people that have no eligibility left keep declaring for the NFL draft? It's so weird. I mean, I, like I, I don't want to take anything away. Like, I know they want their moment and stuff, but like this is a this is a new phenomenon. Yeah, who, who did it now? Caleb Ducking. Like, what else are you going to declare for? Grad school? I have declared I'm going to get my masters. I mean, what are we doing? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. but like, I mean, I know that everybody wants their own moment. I just like that. This is it a new thing. It is. It is. Also from Tony Loper, if you could change one or two plays from this year, which ones would it be? I got mine. Um, I'm trying to think, there's something like help. Uh, obviously, the punt returning against LSU. That's one. If if Austin Williams can just catch the football, I think you I, I want to see where that goes. Yeah. I, th- I think you have a really good shot if he can just catch the football. Your defense was playing lights out. Yeah. Um. What other game was was like close? The other one, I mean, the Kentucky game. There's not like a play that just stands out to me. I may go back to the LSU game. Didn't Ra Ra drop a touchdown pass? Uh, y- no, that was um. That was somebody else. I don't think he dropped a touchdown in that game. Ducking? I don't. I don't remember. There was a. There was a. Or, or maybe it was like a, a, four, a third. A third and long where they were. They would have converted. Ra Ra did drop like a third down. Yeah, that's that's the other one for me. They're both in the LSU yeah. game. Yep. All right. Uh, that might be. We're getting close to the end. Okay. Ooh, Jeffrey Chancellor. Listen to this. The Arnett Falk feud is outstanding. Do you think it stems from jealousy over Robbie's? Beautiful flowing locks of hair. Is that is that an official position of Robbie Falk that you know, he's just jealous of your hair? I d- I doubt Arnett is jealous of anything in me. 
Arnett walked out of the press conference like, Damn, he's richer. Hulk. He's richer. He's more well known. His hair. His hair is magnificent. I wish I had hair. He's a stockier, more stockily built. He is, yeah. Do you think the delay in hiring an offensive coordinator is because Arnett is looking for an offensive coordinator with a deep, intense hatred for Robbie? That's the, that's the first question in every interview. Is like, look at this guy. What's the first thing you think of? And if the answer isn't like, he looks like a jerk, well, then you're off the list. That's what happened to Bryles. Bryles was like, I don't know. He looks like an all right guy. Get out. Bryles like, you know, like got long hair, yeah. grows a decent beard. He looks like, like a good-looking guy. A country singer? Who is that guy? Gave him the heavy seat. Get out of here. Get out of here. So, All right, that's it. Tomorrow's show, we might have some news. Why not? We'll figure it out as we go. Plus, uh, future Brian will recap uh, Mississippi State, Georgia. Uh, that game will be going on while Sports Talk Mississippi and Thunder and Lightning Live is happening. So we'll update you during those games. And then uh, future Brian will give you the update and the, uh, the recap after the game. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.